Thanks for tuning in. I have Miss Ava here today and her mom, Missy. We're doing a little segment on entrepreneurship at a young age and basically instilling great qualities for your kids to have a good work ethic. Because one of my things is that uncoachable children become unhirable adults. And Ava here has an amazing support system with her parents. So, and this all started because of the pandemic. Um, just this is like your sort of entertainment, what you count for your mental health. You tell me. Um, yeah, it's I started it in the pandemic because I was bored and I'm very crafty. Mm-hmm. And I just saw videos and I started to watch videos and I got really inspired. And then I just started to make them and they got really I got really good at it and then I started to sell them at school and and I'm nearly to a hundred dollars and a lot of kids there like them so I just made an Instagram and oh, it's let's really tell them so we're the listeners need to know um Ava has an earring business yes and what is it called again it's called pretty little earrings okay and I'm going to put that in this segment so you guys can click on it and hopefully purchase a pair for yourself I will tell you she brought a pair of lightning bolt earrings today and they're so darling and I can't wait to sport them so I'll make sure that I will post that on my Instagram so you guys can see them as well and it's really cool because you get into the business industry industry industry, mm-hmm. industry and you learn a lot of new things of how to cope with money and by sterilizing and staying st- safe in the pandemic i love that so how has your parents like helped you through this i know your mom said something that you kind of started with a nail business when you were younger yeah i started doing my nails when i was 8 and I had her get me a bunch of acrylic stuff and a fake hand, and I was just practicing, and all my friends would line up outside, and I would do them one by one, and they really helping build my courage up. I love that. So how are they helping you now, like with this new endeavor of yours with the earrings? Um, my dad actually purchased five pairs of earrings from me to give to his people at work. Mm-hmm. And that helps me too. And my mom sells them at her salon. So that helps a lot. And my brother's going to start selling them at school. Oh, and what's the goal? Like, I know your mom said something earlier. Um, Miss, if you want to. Yes, to do. We'd like her to do 500, to do 500 of, um, and sells before we invest, like, sponsor her Depop shop. Because okay. that way. You know, it links bank accounts and things like that, in which she'll get all the money. But we want to make sure she's sticking to it, and she's. We believe that she can do it, but we want her to keep focused on. And she keeps track of her sales, so we can see where she's going with it. We're trying to teach her the responsibilities of being a young lady, young little businesswoman. I love that. And are you rocking her earrings right now as well? Yes. Those are darling. They're really cute hearts, you guys. I love it. And Miss Ava has little flowers too. Where do you get the supplies of this? So I get them on Amazon, Michael's Craft Store. Mm-hmm. And I just try to find them. And I actually pay for my own supplies. So I save up and I have a little notebook that I write everything I sell, everything that I'm purchasing, so then I can keep control of my money. Because if I get to the goal 500, I want to know that I still, I bought some stuff that cost that much, but I still know that I got to 500. That you made got some it. profit. That you made some right? profit. I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> What's your like end goal? Like, What do you, your big dream goal? I mean, you're only 11 years old right now. 
But what do you see in your future? Like, as your career? Um, I do see me still having this business because I'm going to stick to it. And I think it's going to go really, really well. Because a lot of people have been asking to get some, and I think it's going to go well. I love that. But what do you want to do with your money? Like, what's your goal? Mm-hmm. Is, what, what, do, what would you like to... What's would, your, what are you banking your stuff for? Yeah, so like all from this little earring, pretty earrings business, mm-hmm. where is that money going to go? Are you just saving it? Are you trying to go on a trip? Like not at 13. <laughs> yeah, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a little space, um, probably... A little office space when I get enough money for it and I'm gonna have people I'm gonna like hire people to help me make them if it goes big and what inspired you besides the pandemic like to do this just because you're crafty like do you love earrings I do love earrings and I just started drawing and stuff and I was like oh that would be pretty on earrings so then I just started to make earrings I love that. That's really amazing. So how, like, speaking of the whole pandemic and everything, has this helped you, like, to keep your spirits up? Like, I'm kind of interested on an 11-year-old's point of view on the world right now and, like, how this business came about and it's, you know, keeping your courage and everything up right now. Yeah, it's, um, it's helped actually a lot because I know we have to stay inside, which could be a little hard on people, but you just got to keep yourself active and you want to try new things. So I just wanted to open up a business and make money. And I thought it would be really cool. And I would like to like help charities too. So I could den- donate half of my money to them as well. Do you have charities in mind? Um, probably like St. Joe's. Um, child- like charities for children in need or just people in general. I love that. So how did that get inspired? Do you guys do a lot of charity stuff? Like she how did was she... a Girl Scout for a lot of um, since she was like five or six, and so I think that certainly, I mean, we are constantly charitable to people in general, you know, mm-hmm. or giving of anyone in need and so on and so forth. So That's I donate to a lot of animal stuff. Super passionate about that, but especially. The kids know that when we see somebody that needs money that we give. <laughs> that's you know, awesome. You plenty of it. But that's amazing. Like to practice kindness. I think that's what a lot of people need to hear right now, especially just with the funk that we're all in, you know? Yeah. And I think that's awesome that you're starting it through your business and trying to inspire others. So tell me a little bit more into the business. Like we talked about your goals and your future vision of it, mm-hmm. but I guess the daily part, like how long does it take to make like that kind of stuff? So, it usually takes for about like a one pair or just a whole batch. Like what do you do what normally? What are the yeah. different kinds you do? Like mm-hmm. you do the So I do, the I do, I use resin as one of my supplies, which is you put it into a type of mold and you let it set for 24 hours, mm-hmm. which that takes about two days because I have to, it takes about two days, yeah, because I have to like, wait and I make new batches and then I start making going into the process of making the earrings and then I use shrink paper which I just color on cook it for three minutes so do you draw the designs and like that's what you're putting in resin or how so 
I use, so I just got new molds, which are gummy bear molds and Lego molds. Ooh, and I, love gummy bears. I would put them in and then I would add the hook. And then put them in, and those just dry on them. They're so own. you make the actual gem, yeah. like part. Yes. Oh, I saw this because there's blue ones I think on your Instagram yep. or something. I yep. was wondering that. Okay, so you don't just buy that piece; you no. actually make that piece. Yes. What about the flower earrings you're wearing today? So I made these out of shrink paper, and you want to make it big because you have to know that it shrinks in the stove. So what I do is I color out the design. And then I color it the colors I want it to be. So you hand drew those. Mm-hmm. And wow. then I cut them out. And then I cook them for three minutes in the stove. Take them out. And then put the little hooks on them. And then package them. Wow, that's amazing. I'm really excited like to see how far this blossoms. So once she gets that store, she hits her um, minimum of $500. Right. And you guys are going to support that and open up that even more. So like basically people can order directly. Or how does that... Um, I she's more familiar with how the Depop shop. I don't know if it's like an Etsy or not. I haven't really done my research on okay because I, I allow her to kind of. I love that you got to do your due diligence. So yeah. then, right now, if people wanted to order after they hear this segment, they need to go. Uh, I'm gonna put the Depop link in there because your Instagram is also linked in there. Yes. I'll put that as well. But you want them to direct message you? Yeah, just to DM me because when I get my goal, I can open the Depop shop. Okay, and then um, how do they pay? They just could Venmo me, PayPal me. Perfect, and then you'll ship anywhere? Yes, anywhere in the USA. Perfect, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Um, how you made your own logo. I was really impressed. Yeah. You know how it is when you do that for your business? Oh, for it. sure. And she whipped up that little logo all on her own, and she like, it's just amazing. Yeah, tell us about it, because I'm going to actually put that as our segment. That'll be your little picture cover. <laughs> okay, so how I made the Pretty Little Earrings logo is I have this app Procreate and an Apple Pencil, so I just shape it, and then I was like, well... The way that I came up with pretty little earrings is I think they're pretty, and they're pretty little, so, (laughs) and they're earrings, so Mm -hmm. I just went pretty little earrings, and then I like the color pink, and I like little stars, so I just added that all in one little circle, and it turned out how I thought it would. Wow, so that was your first draft? Yes. I love that. I'm huge on that, because I always say your first draft (laughs) is written with your heart. Yeah. So I think that's really cool that you just floated out and then that's what it ended up to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Super cool. Okay, well, like I said, if you have anything else that you want anybody to take from this, I mean, besides you hopefully inspiring some other younger people or even older people to mm-hmm. just branch out and do something creative and keep their happiness and sanity during this time. They could just try their best and try new things and open up to trying new things like you could start your own vlogging channel if it entertains you even if you get like hate comments or no views you just gotta you know the hate comments you just gotta ignore because i you just gotta leave them alone do you do vlogging yeah oh okay so we'll have to check that out this is awesome and so when you get that so tell me more when you're talking about this hate comments because i know this is pretty common these days with the cyberbullying and all that yes. um how did you did your parents teach you like to just like keep going and you you know avoid people's words like that because they're just unkind and just be kinder to people like that and ignore it like explain that kind of situation you just gotta like they told me they're probably if people are sending hate comments stuff like that 
they probably like you, but they just don't want to admit it because they think that maybe you are better than them, which in a way you're not because we're all the same and we're all equally the same. And you just got to ignore them, even if you just leave it alone. But, you know, hate comments could lift you up because if they say, ew, those are ugly, I don't like the gems on them, then you can, like, do a pair with no gems on them. Like that. So you so, take it, like, constructive criticism. Yes. And you don't get, like, your feelings hurt by it. No, if they say they're, like, ugly, they're trash, no one's going to buy them, I just leave it alone because that's their opinion and they're not going to bring me down. I love that. Yes, but uh, you know how kids are. They've had their... She's grown to be like this because mm-hmm. of experience of just, you know, the platform with the internet is people have a lot more nerve behind, you oh, know, for sure. on a camera. Uh, yeah, well, when they can't see you face to face. Keyboard like, heroes. Girl. That's yes, what I call yes, them. Yes, yes, for sure. I understand. So. so she, you know, I mean, but, you know, we try really to be diligent about uh, her usage of, of and through as the time like generationally how times have changed i mean the internet's great to some degree Mm -hmm. you know but how old was she like speaking about that this is a great topic too um because i work with you know teenagers and stuff and a lot of their parents don't allow social media until a certain age how how did you guys figure out when that was okay for ava trial and error i mean honestly um you know, I kind of drank the Kool-Aid a little bit and at some point, especially I was like, well, maybe it's time for them to be able to have a phone because they're going to be, um, you know, away from, away, you know, and I mean, but it's like, they're, I, she always could get a hold of me having a phone of her own or mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Because all her friends had one. For sure. So all she had to do is ask one of them. She got a hold of it and never missed a beat. Or the parents have one. Or this, this, and that. Who's going to tell a child, no, you can't call your mom. Or you That's can't true, do yeah. this. But so once we had given her a phone, and even though I had all these restrictions on it, I mean, I was like, the phone was not meant for her or for our son to have as a source of entertainment. Okay. It was meant to have as a, a purpose, a, a purpose, and yes, safety. not to sit there and be on games because I, I try, me and my husband try and keep our kids as active as possible, right? That's what I was going to say. Like, what would be advice? I feel like for parents right now, especially in the pandemic, is everyone's so glued to their phone yeah that how do you or find that school or yes this like or how that. do you find that happy medium to be able to allow her to have her own business and her own little life right here but that you're like supervising it you know like I feel like at 11 years old it's just a different time like I didn't get a phone until I was I think 15 I never had a phone until I was in my 20s <laughs> yeah see it's just different for everyone <laughs> so that's like when... get smart you know I don't you probably don't know the show but he had a shoe for a phone oh <laughs> big and bulky and crazy but um you know the thing with uh, with a phone it, it isn't uh, it's ne- necessary to be able to get a hold of people but you know like us when we handed her that we t- I ended up just taking it away I said you're probably not going to get one till ninth grade she was making bad choices she was breaking the rules she was doing all the things that a kid would do <laughs> naughty Ava and now look at her just a kind yeah, little soul being an entrepreneur the, te- the temptations there mm-hmm. right and then you have some friends parents who are a little bit more relaxed about all that and they don't see they don't feel the same way and I don't judge anybody on how they're gonna do things but Mm -hmm. for me I just felt like it was more toxic than anything I've seen the change seen the anxiety seen the 
the people that can be nasty, the this, the that, and and and. So do you put limits on her phone? She doesn't have a phone anymore. So okay. She, whatever she does, she does through my phone, and she does through her school iPad. Okay. And it's all very any like for her social media, everything comes through my phone. Okay. So if she goes on, it's through here. But if she goes on through her iPad, it goes through here too. Like okay, so you're filtering it. So I'm filtering it. That's awesome. And so I'm able to navigate that. And two, I want the the kids have had to learn some hard things by going through those experiences, though, mm-hmm. of feeling the hurt, feeling the sadness, feeling the oh, you know, someone, you know, cyberbullying. Yeah, just that's what I get worried. Like I want people to listen to this and be motivated, but then I don't want them to get uninspired, right? Because they, they're they your age and their parent says, okay, here's your phone, let's make you an account. Well, let's she's do this. making something, and so that takes her time. Mm-hmm. She's not worrying about the likes or the this or the that. She's into making... That's she's what I hon- wanted she's, to know. She's honing the craft, right? Mm-hmm. She's busy with that. Um, she's excited about it. And then she's posting, but she's not glued like to... You know, there's just moments. It's just, and it, it does take a little work just having to monitor and also building that rapport with her and trusting her and, and knowing that, um, just knowing that's how it is. You know, this is the reason sometimes when parents tell us, don't do that, don't do that, and we do it anyways, we have to learn. Right? The red button. So mm-hmm. she's learned, you know, some powerful lessons, lessons. Mm-hmm. you know, for sure. But, um, yeah, it's nothing, I think, with especially being so young, there's kids that have phones at five and six years old. I mean, it's, it's like, you it's know what true. I mean? So, it's like, so I think in high school, we'll go with the flow and see. But I have no intentions on giving her another phone, like, full time. Yeah. So, I, for parents, like, listening right now, what is something that you can help guide them to, like you said to Ava, like, I believe in you. Dad, yeah. I believe in you. But I had um, to learn that, too, as a parent, right? Because I was like, oh, you know, it's times are different. Let's go ahead. And, yeah. And, and thinking, and then it was, like, a kind of a catastrophe, you know? But we had to learn. <laughs> the lesson along with the, her. Along with her because, but, you know, I admire my friend's. Uh, who haven't given their kids phones or anything because there's a piece about it. Mm-hmm. They have a piece about them. And I think parents do get worried of what other people think or other parents. Right. Like, what's why don't your kids have that? You right. know, that's like keeping up with the Joneses, yep. especially out in our area. Yeah. Um. So I, I totally admire that. And I admire, like, this just knowing Ava for the short time that I have, I was yeah. like, she is such a good person and that's part of like my children's books everything is raising good humans yes. and work ethic so I guess for the mom side of it I yeah. want you to what would you say for parents like to help them to get their children on track to be more like Ava well and she's had her hiccups mm-hmm. too. she's not a perfect child right she's had her hiccups of making bad choices of maybe being unkind to somebody but being the difference is is when kids make a mistake right Holding them accountable. Accountability. Sure that that they correct the mistake, right? Or that they're like, hey, that's not cool. That they acknowledge or treat people the way you want to be treated. So it's kind of like the law of attraction, right? Mm -hmm. But you're trying to teach them that. And that's the way you learn though, is by trial and error. So but she's brave enough to sail on or to correct things, you know, and it's a constant, that's the hard part about being a kid is making those choices, right? Mm-hmm. To keeping those choices. But at the end of the day, doing the right thing, being the brave, 
uh, you know, being a good role model, mm -hmm. not being like everybody else, not, you know, standing up, being brave enough to stand out on your own and say, Hey, or if they don't, if they're talking about this about me, I don't care. But you know, that take it's she's because she's blossoming right now. Yes. In a real positive way. So trying to just nourish that and you know, the maturity part that's going with her too, I love you that. know, so it's, we're immensely a proud of her and her brother and her and her brother fight like cats and dogs, right? But they're also can be best friends. So they like to support each other, but they also want to choke each other. You know Which I feel I mean? like that's going to help other parents <laughs> that, you know, they can relate to that. Because I'm sure it's like, oh gosh, that's normal, you know? And I think that's good for your insight for other people to normal. hear. I think it is normal. I never like to make anybody feel, because sometimes it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, these kids are just like, you know, <laughs> they're just like too much. But... <laughs> But at the same time, you know, um, just keeping them on the sunny side of the street, keeping them on the bright side, not the, you know, the, the TikTok's really great, but it's super sexualized and super, mm -hmm. you know, all these things. So, so monitoring, like monitoring. allowing them that little bit of freedom, but also monitoring. Yeah. Without, you know, my friends who never could have sweet things are dying that you go to their house and they have cookies and lucky charms and you know what I mean? They're like, my mom never gave that to me as a kid. So now I'm going to have chocolate ice cream every day and I'm going to eat cake for dinner and I'm going to, yeah. you have to balance out. I mean, I think that's the key to life in general, right? I love that. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. I'm really excited that both of you could be on here. And I, like I said, I'll put all the info in this segment and I really appreciate you guys listening. Bye. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. Right.